RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio. Thanks for tuning in to RCR, Reality Check Radio. The following interview contains topics that some listeners may find disturbing. Listener discretion is advised. If you would like to contact us in regards to any of our content, please email us at inbox at realitycheck.radio. That's inbox at realitycheck.radio. Sue Reed has recently retired from a 25-year bookselling career, so she knows a thing or two about her books and obviously values their place in society. Sue serves on the Family First New Zealand board and has spent many years advocating for family values, protecting the uh, innocence of children, with a particular focus on growing the healthy minds of children. She has published op-eds, and she's been part of many of the issues that Family First speak up on. And she's joining us here on Reality Check Radio. Sue, welcome. Thanks for coming on. Hello, Paul. Thanks for having me. Okay, so we're talking talking here about a sex education book which has been given unrestricted classification in New Zealand. What's the book? So uh, it's Welcome welcome to Sex. It's uh, written, it's co-authored by two Australian ladies. Yeah. Uh, it's very problematic in the fact that it's, it's very square, small in size, uh, like a little handbook. And with lots of animation, it's the cover is... Um, Animate, you know, animated and looks very juvenile. So it can easily be picked up um, by juniors rather than the age targets that they specify, well, that the publishing. Um, what is that target? Uh, well, the, the, on, officially it's 14. However, one of the co-authors, Umi Steins, is quoted as saying roughly 10 to 15 years old, but I'd be happy with a mature or smart eight-year-old having a flick through. And that's rather problematic. Yeah, that's uh, that's young. Um, it's a three hundred and four page book. That sounds quite uh, meaty. There must be what quite a bit of content in there. There's a lot of information in there, and uh, we, you know, in in other interviews, I haven't been able to um, verbally say what some of those um, some of that talk about some of that content. We hold the irony uh, that our chief censor yeah. thinks that it's okay uh, to not have an age restriction, but the broadcasting standards um, specify that I can't say fingering, anal sex, oral sex, giving head jobs or blow jobs are they the same thing you know this is a sort of thing that even as you know i'm questioning even for 14 year olds yeah i wonder why there is um the thinking um, from the uh, censor on down everyone um that that's kind of okay well the interesting part the chief censor actually received hundreds of submissions um wanting a classification or some sort of cautionary warning uh, for the content of this book, which a lot of librarians, uh, schools, um, booksellers use those guidelines. They're really important. Um, But she just seemed to ignore all of that. And um, I'm just wondering, has she followed due process? The chief censor is Caroline Flora. Has she followed due process with this? Has she just... 
you know, dismissed hundreds of um, submissions um, and and just made her, you know, said, well, it seems to be okay. You know, has she had a responsibility to weigh up that opposition to something that's very serious, in, you know, that we, we, we want to prevent getting into the wrong hands? Yeah, um, so there's been no... There's been no kind of published reasoning analysis of how a decision like that might come she together. Didn't go, she didn't go through the reasoning, but she, she just surmised. And was a, there was a, in another interview, in another radio. She, just, her, and the co-hosts were in cahoots with it, thinking it was a great thing, and that there was no potential harm. However, we've got enough in society that, um, you know, we, that's weighed uh, weighty on children's mind and spirit and um you know we we don't need these sort of things um to to um you know it's it's problematic for those ages they don't need these sort of things in their in their hands and we she hasn't even considered a um considered a, a restriction or a warning she's just given open slather i'm just reading a quote from a scoop article and this is a quote from her i'm pretty sure it's uh, with all of her other quotes for us it was very straightforward our legislation is very clear as to what constitutes an objectionable, i.e. banned or illegal publication, or why a publication should be restricted in some other way. To meet the legal threshold, the availability of this publication would have to be injurious to the public good. So she's basically saying it's not. Mm, yeah, that's right, isn't that? Even though it's like an instruction, instruction manual that... Yeah. What a, what a blight. Um, yeah, so give, let's just take the, the question that um, is posed on one of the pages... Giving a head job and a blow job, are they the same thing? Is that the sort of thing that we want to feed into our young people's minds? And, and you know, we work really hard in our society to prevent harm for children. We're very passionate about that. And when when far too often in news stories we hear of harm in children, we get children and we get very upset about it. So why is suddenly this okay? Why is this open slather? It is, it's... Uh, it it's, doesn't serve any good thing. I take it we we don't have any huge demand from eight or nine year old, let's say at the lower end, kids demanding access to this content. In fact, they're probably completely unaware, and uh, um, up to the point where they know this is here. Um, and uh, it seems like it's being sort of pushed upon the kids. And why would you want to push this on on kids? It, it, doesn't well, the seem... reasoning, the reasoning is, uh, and the pushback has been that well, they're looking at things online and they're looking at um, things that they can access, dig, you know, in the digital world. And so, why, you know, and this book is is rather tame, but um, you know, no, it's not. Um, and why is why are we not equally concerned about what our young people are accessing on, you know, in the in the digital world? We have an issue of porn in our society. We're still waiting for the government government inquiry uh, into harms of porn. Um, Family First delivered um, that very big petition to, I was part of that um, presentation to parliamentarians um, several years ago. And we're still waiting for that harms of porn on our young people or harms in society in general. So why is it okay that a book which actually has more chance of getting into the younger uh, audience through libraries or schools um, 
or even just perusing in a bookstore, um, you know, then then perhaps, you know, mum and dad being very cautious about access online. So uh, those sort of things, um, you, you can't just say, oh, well, the young people are accessing it. We're not going to give up on the fight. You know, our kids are worth fighting for. And we're saying, you know, there's a line in the sand here. We've got issues of consent here. We, um, we have an age of consent for very good reasons. And when you look at the legal definitions of age of consent, they're there for the good of society and for our young people. We want to do everything we can to protect our young people. Okay, so what what do you do? Oh, we continue to push back. We continue to, um, you know, to challenge these rulings and and you know, um, you know, you, you use every official challenge challenge channel you can, um, challenge the uh, censor, the chief censor, Caroline Flora. Have you done due process? Have you um, considered those submissions and really weighed that up? And I would say that the, these, this sort of book has concerns, uh, can can cause harm for our young people and uh, very, very for our very young. And I don't think she's ju- done her job with due diligence. Um, new government now. Do you think yes, that isn't that great? Make it, yeah. Do you think, <laughs> yeah? Um, do you think that could make a difference once issues like this start to get on the radar of some of the people there now? We could. I think we could take up the. Um, it's more conservative for start, surely. It definitely is. It's a move to more conservative. It's look, no government's going to be um, perfect, but we we have um, conservative MPs. We've sadly lost a lot as well, um, but we have we have a conservative um, anchor there. So um, I think here's an opportunity for us to perhaps push for the inquiry into the harms of porn, and this can be part of a bigger conversation that uh, we have enough that harm our, our young people in society. Let's start. Um, I think we know it already, Sue. I think we we know that one already. You know, um, I don't think we need to be rocket scientists to know what the downside and the the potential of uh, of harm for kids, but particularly uh, is it, it's it's a no brainer. Okay, um, here's the other thing with the um, unrestricted classification. Does that mean more units printed? Yes, well, it means that um, librarian schools and booksellers don't have to take the, uh, they don't look at any, for any warnings and so potentially are unaware of content. So, yes, that does have. um, Because I'm trying to follow the money now and, you know, um, presumably this is all funded from somewhere. Yes, well, the publishers have got vested interests. The publishers are based in Australia. Two, I will give credit to two mainstream uh, bookselling um, branches or groups hmm. have uh, no, don't have it have the book on their website. So that's um, exercising um, some some good. Is it unrestricted in Australia? Uh, yes, it is. Yeah, it's available online, and in they've got a lot more of franchises, and you know they're um, big. big so we're, we're sort of following their lead, are we? Is that sort of what no, we've done here? I don't think so in because no, because the two mainstream bookstores that don't put it on their website are independently uh, New Zealand-owned companies. So, and they're very the people they've got that a bit of independence there to make right. some of those decisions, and so they're following good due process there, and 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 very wise in that. And isn't it in the end the parents? Gosh, I'm sounding old-fashioned. 
yeah, the parents', parents responsibility to to you know this is part of being a, a responsibility of being a parent yeah these are the yeah. things you've got to you know, to be responsible for, and yeah, I think many that. are, in my experience. Yeah, definitely. The majority are. But, you know, with the, without the restrictions now, it means that it can get into schools and, and libraries. And believe me, the libraries are very liberal, and I'm following yeah. up a case in our area of, um, yeah. of certain books being removed and a whole lot of colourful books coming in. Oh, so um, has there been some sort of uh, uh, cultural change in 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 the way libraries very much so are run and librarians and 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 the whole library thing has there yeah yeah and you'll see that with um some of their uh you know their their permissiveness around um drag story times and oh yes that, that happens in libraries doesn't it yes yeah, yes yeah. and and they're funded by go- uh, local councils so of course it all comes from <laughs> government agenda yeah, and um, yeah. programs so um so you know it's hard meanwhile the pipes are leaking yeah gosh. yeah it's really yes exactly you know their priorities are a little little misguided sorry i jumped in on you there no no that's fine yeah Mm. So, okay. Um, mm. well, well, thank you for um, alerting us to it. I, I don't suppose there's, I mean, apart from being aware, if you're a parent anyway, of kids that age or whatever, even grandparents, um, you, there's not much you can do. Well, yes, that's right. Number one is being aware. Number two, perhaps contact the censor. Caroline. Oh yes, Caroline. they take notice of an avalanche yes. of emails yes, and pushback and, and and contact them. I mean, you know, at, yeah, that's something. Do you we can... know if the censor has kids? I don't know about that. I think it'd be a jolly good question, and, yeah. and I wonder whether she'd be okay about if she does. Whether she'd be okay about her eight or nine or ten year old, um, you know, knowing about oral and anal sex. So who knows? So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or nude selfies. Let's add nude selfies. Texting. Yes, yes, that was part of. Sorry, Paul, to throw that in on you. Yeah. Um, part of the pushback in Australia was from um, cyber safety specialists who were warning and counsellors push back on these two two authors um, who, you know, they promote nude selfies in these books. And saying, That's very danger, dangerous. danger, park ranger, yes. that sort of. That's right. A very, very I'm talking dangerous. about vo- vulnerable to the, into the horrible and, world. Yes, and for predatory behaviour. Oh, um, totally, yes. Grooming them into predatory behaviour. So these things are very real um, and very um, the threats of harm are very real and Caroline Flora has not listened to the people. Okay. Well, Sue Reed, thanks for coming on and explaining that and and, uh, alerting us to that. Thanks, Paul. Rational discussion, common sense, open debate, RCR, Reality Check Radio with Paul Brennan.